right guys hi this is the black opinionated woman here i'm gonna just get right on into it so um you see what's going on here this is a full-on situation my hair was done but uh i was gonna actually upload this video today which is on um the black woman egot emmy grammy oscar tony and then i realized when i have recorded these videos previously I totally jacked all of them up. So here I am the night before school starts re-recording several videos because tomorrow's the first day of school. So as you can see, see all of this? This is what middle age looks like sometimes when you're trying to run a house. Um, I, I don't have on like like my, my war paint or anything like that. What I have is my hair clipped up in the back. I have a ponytail situation. The curls are gone. Um, you see the raccoon eyes? Uh, this is this is real life here, okay? So, um, but I wanted to show real life with a lot of black women because we are actually dealing with real life stuff. Um, and I'm just in this phase right now where I, I don't want to... Um, I just this is just how I want to come. This is old natural, okay? So let's talk about the black woman EGOT, the Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. I would say that many of us are some of the best actresses in the world. Oh yes. We are really great actresses. And I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we go in, um, we leave our safe space, whether it's home, whether it's the car. For some of you who know me on Instagram, my my car is like a safe space. Some people call it my office. So when we leave our safe space and we have to go into work or out in the world or whatever it is, whether you are auditioning for a role, whether you're working in corporate America, um, I myself am an engineer. So much of what I do can't be done at home. Okay. Whether you are um, in, in any capacity, right? When we leave out of our safe space, we are like in immediate code switch mode. Now, what do I mean by tone policing and code switching? I've took a couple of notes here because um, being that I'm re-recording this, um, I'm probably <laughs> operating at a slower speed here. So tone policing is when someone, it's really actually a form of a personal attack. So basically, I like to consider it a form of silencing, okay? Tone policing is when you are in the middle of a discussion with someone, and then when they feel uncomfortable, they actually turn it around on you, right? They'll say, why are you being so aggressive? You seem really upset. I don't want to make you upset, as if to make you adjust how you are responding or reacting to something. I find that black women, when we leave our safe space, if we even have one, we we are self-policing, number one. And then number two, we code switch, which means you are going to speak in a manner other than what you're normally used to speaking in, right? So when you go to work, you probably have a work voice or a work persona. Good morning. How are you doing? Oh, fine. Thank you. Hopefully you've had a wonderful weekend or something along those lines versus when you are comfortable at home, you're like, hey, girl, how was your weekend? You know, your voice gets all high. I don't even know why we do that. Why do we? I'm like, where does that even come from? I know I do that a lot. A lot. 
is <laughs> something to think about. But anyway, so we switch how we are um, um, talking, how we respond um, in any sort of documentation. Instead of saying, I'm going to highlight you later, right? Like, we'll say something along the lines of like, you know, all right, well, I'm going to circle back with you later or, you know, something like that, right? So the code switch, I'm going to go back to my notes, is when you're altering your speech or mannerisms by marginalized groups of people, okay? And that's basically in order to fit in with the dominant society. So let's get back into um, the whole EGOT situation. I love when I do that. That is a talkable moment. Here it comes. There was um, several, it was a few years ago, I um, had to attend a one o'clock meeting in the afternoon, okay? And I was busy working on a presentation or something. And I remember running out to get some Chipotle. And let me just say this, this part of the story is completely unimportant at all. But I just remember these details, which kind of sort of comes back to play in the story. I ran out to Chipotle to get a salad, like one of those salad bowls and I, I remember because I had a meeting across the street in a different building. And I remember bringing this, this Chipotle bowl with me and like scarfing it down in the car. I mean, I went in like, it wasn't pretty. So I'm going in on this salad bowl, but I'm like, oh, bleep, I've got to go inside for this meeting. So, you know, I put the cover back on and, you know, the little foil, that little top foil thing. And you got to crimp it around or whatever. So I put that back on top and I sat in the passenger um, seat. Like I said, this is not even important to the story, but I remember these details. I don't know why. So anyway, I'm still hungry and I had to go into this meeting. Now, previously I had been given some data and I had done some analysis on the data and I had been sharing with um, the team that I was on in another team, we actually had to kind of like come together for this particular um, task. And I said, well, one of the things we need to be mindful of is we have um, bimodal data. Okay. I don't know if you guys know what bimodal data looks like, but I'll show you. Do I have a situation? Make this visible. For those of you who are used to looking at YouTube stuff, you see this? It's when you have a set of data that spikes or something along those lines. And then the rest of it is kind of whatever, right? You just have like one hump and this is all like one kind of like constant peak or whatever. So you have two different, it's really like outside of this one moment in time, everything else is sitting like this. So do you really want to take the average? It's going to skew. I mean, okay, I just nerded out on you guys. That's not even important. Okay, sorry about that. Anyway, the point I'm making was I was like, well, we have a bimodal distribution, blah, 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 some other stuff in between. So this was previously. Now, I'm sitting in this one o'clock meeting thinking about that Chipotle bowl sitting on my passenger seat. And at 1.40, this ding a -ling decides he wants to turn and yell at me. Now, feeling a little hangry here, you know, but you know, I'm keeping it cool. You know why? Because I was in full code switch mode. I didn't go off. This guy turns around and he's like, I don't know why you think this is a bimodal distribution. Blah, 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 blah. Now, in that moment, I really wanted to act all the way out. I'm going to be honest. I wanted to be like petty, like, 
I wanted to be all the way petty. But I didn't. What I did was as I'm sitting here thinking about my Chipotle bowl that was sitting in the front seat, like that was crimped together, I just looked at him sideways. It was kind of a little bit petty. It was like, you know, you know what you can do. Talkable moment. So anyway, Dingaling, you know, he he's like putting on a show. And I was giving him nothing because I had a bowl sitting in the front seat. At 1.43, and I know this only because he had another outburst at me. He had another outburst at me. And I remember looking at my watch, like, how long is this meeting going? Because my bowl is talking to me. And um, I didn't respond. And then he did it again at 1, I think it was like 145, 144, 145, because it was very short in between. Now, you've got about 10 to 15 people in this conference room. You know what? Why is this? Why am I looking over there? Like, what's going on? I don't know why I'm doing this. So anyway, I'm sitting here now. He's like trying to embarrass me in front of all these people. Now, the one thing about me is, and for those who know me, as I'm one of those people, I do my best to really know my job and, and like be extra because I trust no one. Like you have to trust some people, but you know, I've got issues. Like, look, I am not, you know, beyond having trust issues in, in some of these situations. And by the way, if you're liking this content, you know what? This is a great opportunity for you to go ahead and hit that like button. Just go ahead and hit it. It's all right. See, I normally like to talk about the five S's, but I just wanted to get this off my chest. So, um, but yeah, this is a really good time. Who is contacting me? So this is a really good time to, to go ahead and hit that like button and subscribe. I would really appreciate it out here in these YouTube streets. But anyway, back to the situation. So Dingling is now he's performing. He is performing, turning red, and, 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 you know, so this is when, after the third time, and I've got a conference room full of people staring at me. So in full, now I'm self-policing, okay? Um, because if I say anything too aggressively, then it's kind of like, well, why was she so aggressive? So in my self-policing mode, I grabbed a dry erase marker. I tried to keep it extremely professional, okay? Um, I was in this huge conference room, so we had tons of whiteboards everywhere, huge whiteboards, and we had computer stuff too. But I go up to the board and I said, based on the data, I go into a whole explanation. Ding-a-ling decides to comment again. Like, you know, now I'm at the point where I'm like, you know, I'm not into violence, but I wanted to warm up my hand because I'm feeling like a slapperization getting ready to happen. Now I'm not violent, but I wanted to slap because he was irritating me. So now, ding -a -ling is trying to say, I want you to tell me, like I owe him this explanation. You tell me why you consider this a bimodal distribution. I'm like, and he starts going like, yes, I know the difference between bimodal and multimodal and all this other, other stuff. So I said, look, this was the data set that you provided to me. I did the analysis on this data and I don't recommend taking the central tendency when on a bimodal distribution, right? It skews the data, and that's not the story you want to tell if you're really trying to tell a particular story. And I went to some other things, and he's like, I know it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, then you understand the difference between the mead, the mode, and the median. 
You understand that, right? So Dingaling decides to come at me crazy. I am still in full tone self-policing. I'm self-policing because I knew they were going to try to tone police me if I say something different. I'm self-policing. But I almost came out of character because my cone switching, I was barely holding on, you know. So basically in that moment, I said, okay, what I'm not going to do is debate you on mathematics. See, um, what you provided to me were facts and facts are immutable. I'm not going to debate this. We can have this conversation offline and something else along those lines. So he got mad and I said, but what I'm not going to do is debate mathematics. I'm just not. So I sat down and it was one of those mic drop moments. Now, this is where I, this is when uh, the tone policing portion comes in. The next day, the customer comes to me and he's like, well, you know, I heard about what happened and, you know, I feel like it could be really tough. You know, like you may have been a little aggressive and all this stuff. I'm like, whoa. So, I want you to lean in. Are you listening? Talkable moment here. Let me just tell you. This is when sometimes you have to say something. Like, I had to all the way say something to this other dingling. So, as he's saying, like, you know, it seems like you're a little tough and all this other stuff. After... This ding dong was performing. And I mean, he was performing. He he had me got Amy Grammy Oscar Tony. So this one who was really unprofessional. He was um he was just doing too much in a meeting. After he says, you know, um, so the customer comes to me and, and made a comment along those lines. My inner sister came out, but I still remained in code switch. Okay. But he tried to tone police me because of what I said. What I said um, along the lines was, um, I said, excuse me. See, what's not going to happen is you're not going to come to me showing your internal bias and make assumptions about me and saying that I'm the one that's being angry. See, I said, at this point, the only thing you can do is call me by my full government name. You don't get to call me angry or aggressive or anything like that or being really tough. See, I find it interesting that you're coming to me when you really should have been going to the person who was less than professional. But instead, you want to come to me and make assumptions about me. I said, to me, it sounds like your internal bias is showing. What I wanted to say is, is the back of your neck red? Um, I know. Petty and shady, right? Shady. But that's where I was in that moment. Because I didn't like how I was being made to feel when someone says, oh, well, it seems like you were being a little, I'm sitting here thinking like, I didn't even yell when it would have been perfectly in my right to perform the way he was. But I didn't. I didn't even give him that. But furthermore, Anyway, so I was like, you know, I just find it interesting that you would come to me and say this to me. I'm like, the audacity that you think that that's okay. I'm like, you can call me only by my government name moving forward. You don't get to make assumptions about me. Your internal bias is showing. I am. I find that this is highly inflammatory, the language you're using towards me. And I am offended by this. What you should have done is talked to the person. You should have spoken to the person who was less than professional. That's the one who did that. I said, I have the right to stand up for myself. And it would have been perfectly within my right to be angry. 
So after the customer was, I'm sure he was feeling some kind of way because it was a, I don't know if people call it a polite read, but it was my way of getting him all the way together. Because I'm like, how dare you come over to me after this situation happened and you're trying to come to me. And then when, when I made that comment, he was like, well, no, I don't want you to get upset. I'm sitting here thinking like, we're not playing this game. You're not going to tell me, oh, I don't want you to get upset or something along those lines, right? And And not only that, it's within my right to be upset. Oddly enough, what made that situation so interesting later on, one of the um, one of my colleagues that was in that meeting came up to me and it was a sidebar. He said, you know why uh, Ding Dong was um, upset with you, right? And this is the one that was trying to call me out in the meeting when he was like loud and wrong. He's like, uh, the reason why he was upset is because here's this engineer teaching a mathematician mathematics. And I'm sitting here like, well, he should have been better at it. <laughs> Anyway, let me go back to why I, I was just bringing this up. That's just one example about why we have to be some of the greatest actresses in, in you know, the world. Even in situations like that, I wanted to go all in Sister Girl. Because in real life, I would have been like, now what you're not going to do. Well, actually, I probably wouldn't have done that much. Not, not even that much. But I would have been like... I mean, get the F out of here or, you know, I would have been like, you know what? You can miss me with that one. Okay. Something. But here I am keeping full composure, telling him like, you get to call me only by my government name because your biases are showing, your internal biases are showing. I'm the one who's offended. I find that the language that you're using is highly inflammatory, is very offensive, blah, blah, blah. So you're like, I'm happy to put him back on his heels. But I really wanted to get in his, you know what? I wanted to go. Uh, I just wanted to have that moment. But then for him to say, like, I don't want you to get upset here. This isn't meant to make you know. Oh, I think I don't want you to be defensive. I think it's in other words. So I'm sitting here. What he was doing is he was trying to turn it around on me. Make it seem like I shouldn't be upset. I shouldn't, you know, speak to these things. And see what happens. And when people are tone policing you, don't get upset. Don't be aggressive. Why are you so upset? It's a form of silencing. It's a form of trying to control how you react, how you respond. I'm not about that life. I'm just not. I think it's because as I've gotten older, I've become tired. I'm tired. But anyway, I wanted to talk about that because I really believe that we deserve full-on um, EGOTs. I feel like somebody needs to contact somebody and get me like my, my set of awards. I have many stories like that. That was just the one I wanted to use. It was kind of like low key, but I wanted to use that example. I wanted to use that example. I think the main thing is I was looking at my notes here is I think, um, for so long, we'd have been forced to take the high road because we're so busy running from this. We don't want to be the angry black woman as if black women have ownership on being angry. I'm like, everyone gets angry, but it's only when a black woman gets angry that it becomes this, this thing. It becomes a thing. 
So much of the reason why we engage in code switching and tone policing is primarily for survival. If we're not doing these things, it's like you're the angry one and people can't work with you or whatever, you know. I mean, I've had a pretty successful career, but I've had my challenges. Just recently, I was, uh, maybe it was a week or two ago, I was sitting there, uh, I was at work and I was speaking in my normal voice, kind of like how I'm speaking right now. And this wasn't good enough. Can you speak up? You're speaking so softly. I can't hear you. I'm sitting here thinking like, all right, well, let me speak up a little louder. And I was just trying to just have a little professional courtesy for the people who were around me. But when I'm in a meeting and I'm speaking up, they're like, wow, she's kind of sassy. And I'm just kind of like, what, what, is, what is that? Well, I can't be confident. I can't speak up. But if I don't speak up, I can't hear you. There's a lot going on. But anyway, I want my awards. I want my awards. Where are my awards? The shenanigans. All right, well, look. I hope you enjoyed this video. I mean, that's pretty much it. Did you? I don't know. Let me know. Let me... I would like to hear if someone has a scenario where they felt like they had to code switch and tone police or self-policing because they were being or they were going to be tone policed. Let me know. I don't know. Is this the kind of content that you would want to hear? I know I wish I had much of this content when um, I was younger. Um, I'm going to be honest. I feel like there's a void out here. There are. I wish there were more black women who would speak on such things like this. Um, I love the fact that we're speaking on these other genres, you know, beauty, makeup, all these things. But to be honest, I just want to see how, how does how do other middle-aged women deal with this stuff, you know? Here I am sitting here with raccoon eyes and everything, thinking about like, I said I was going to be committed to putting out content, so I, I had to re-record all this content, right? I probably should be going to bed. <laughs> but anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. I feel like it's taken me a long time to end this. I hope you enjoyed it. Ah, that's in my mouth. I hope you enjoyed this. And if you did, great. Like the video. If you didn't like the video, comment if you have something to share. Um, share it if you want to share it. Um, and then, of course, I welcome your commitment to me because I'm committed to putting out content. Watch this video. Please. All right. Anyway, don't forget to subscribe. Until next time. Black Opinionated Women out. See you guys.